Your Newcastle. This episode of Your Newcastle podcast, we're talking about riding the wave, how we've been attracting big events to Newcastle and the number of major events that are really changing people's view of the city. The World Surf League and Rip Curl bought the Newcastle Cup recently here and it was a wonderful event. But leading up to that, for over 30 years, we've had Warren Smith and his amazing team with Surfest here in Newcastle. I'm joined by Warren, an amazing young local surfer, Jackson Baker. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, New Italian. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. Warren, tell me a little bit about the background of Surfest and how it all started. Well, the Newcastle City Council at the time, it was, I think it was Alderman Jeff Parker, seconded by Frank Rigby, uh, voted in 1984 to put $30,000 into a surfing contest. And the, besides doing that, the best thing they did approve was to go to the community to run it. And that's where the council went to the community and a steering committee formed. And uh, we got together and um, put a proposal together to the city in, in Newcastle City Hall. And uh, NBN Television and BHP took it up and um, started in 1985 as the world's richest event with a prize money of over $100,000. And uh, kicked off there and uh, the community have been the, the main organisers of the event ever since. Uh, there's been a lot of people that have flowed through the event. There's still five originals. But um, yeah, and the council's been the foundation partner and supporter all the way through as, as well as with a lot of other partners in the Newcastle community. It's really been an event that captures the spirit of Newcastle. Growing up here, I remember as you know, a young girl always wanting to go down at that time to Newcastle Beach to surface just because of the atmosphere and the international surfers that were here, both the men and the women. It's so much part of our modern identity in Newcastle. It must have been amazing after you know a couple of decades of not having that top league here to be able to get the WSL back in Newcastle and have our beaches and our city full of that top tier surfer. Jackson, as someone who got to surf as a wild card in that event, what was it like for you? Oh, it was something you'd dream about growing up, just going through Surfest and all those events and to surf in a world tour event at home was um yeah unbelievable to see everyone here and to see the community and how everyone reacted to the event um and how successful it was um it was just amazing to be a part of it all what was your favorite moment of the wsl for me personally i had no idea but when i went and got my rash first um before my first heat it had the meriwether Borderriders logo and um my last name on the back and i had no idea about that that pretty much made the event before i even got in the water so oh, that experience brilliant. and walking down the beach and just seeing the support from the community and yeah, it's something I'll um, never forget. I actually had um, a set of headphones on but had no music playing and just took it all in and yeah, it was one of the best experiences ever. It was such a, a nice experience for the young people of Newcastle that hadn't experienced that level of surfing in our city like I did when I was young. And I know, Warren, that you have, aside from really being there since the start in the 80s and continuing that work, and we've acknowledged that amazing commitment and you're actually a freeman of the city. It means that if you knock on any door, it has to be open for you Warren well (laughs) thank you for explaining that (laughs) any door must be open for Warren Smith so I know that with the World Surf League and uh, professional sport and trying to operate during COVID-19 has its challenges and it was a challenge for Surfest in 2021 to actually 
actually go ahead because it's much more than just 50 surfers. Competing Surfest actually takes in the whole region. It takes in surfers of different backgrounds, different abilities, different types of events. It involves schools events. It's really quite big and you go from Port Stephens to Lake Macquarie to Newcastle. It's really part of a regional event that you've really grown in Newcastle and the Hunter. For the future of Surfest, what do you see as the direction we need to go in as a city to really capture both that development market and also that higher elite athlete market? Well, as we've spoke about, I think um, Surfest in its formula now should stay and it should be a lead into a world tour event being the WSL world tour event that we just saw with the Rip Curl. If we can't, for whatever reason, um, and it's mainly money, prize money and also the funding that takes to put on a world tour event you're talking millions of dollars if we can't get that there's the next tier down which is the challenger series which now jackson qualifies for that as well so that is again the second tier so that's what we'd look into having and then you'd have really a festival of surfing featuring all the gamuts of divisions that you've got from the cadets from the high schools from the teams events through the clubs and everything going into our qs events and then into the main event going around about four to five weeks which really i think excite the town be beneficially both for the community and uh, economically and then we see the best come back here again uh, as we saw in that way surface has had most of those surfers here anyway and you have a look at our champions list it's you know, a lot of them are on it but to have them there in that one moment where they're all competing against each other under the format of what the world tour event is really exciting and uh, we just saw them surfing the better waves that we produced in a short amount of time and a really a lot of energy and a lot of excitement that was around the town about it all what's happening in your newcastle Subscribe to our mailing list at newcastle.nsw.gov.au. Yeah, I don't know if Italo walks or just floats in the air. <laughs> that guy just sits above waves. I'm, I think sometimes I'm going to look up and, you know, see him just floating above me or something. It's off the charts, isn't it? He gets a lot of air. Yeah, he's got a bit of energy, that's for sure. <laughs> I actually watched him preheat before our two men heat together and he's just, the energy levels, was, I was baffled. I was like, how can I concentrate on myself when someone's in front of me with just so much energy, just drinking Red Bulls and getting <laughs> pumped up? And I'm just so the opposite of that. I have to contain my energy for the heat and um, if I waste it before you'll see it I just get out there and I'm gassed so I was watching him like a bit anxious going oh what's he up to so, so. he's actually drinking the Red Bull I didn't know he's sponsored mm. by them but I thought I wonder if he actually does consume it I or- think he's one of the ones that does because yeah. wow. I heard years ago before he was on the Red Bull his sponsorship with them he drank a lot of coffee as well right. so um, yeah I think he runs on a bit of natural energy but a bit of a caffeine as well Archie my son you both know him because he's grown up in Merriweather Board Riders actually I think Jack and you coached him when he was about 12 and thank you for that. No worries he at all. He has wonderful memories. He said to me an interesting story about Italo that he actually learnt to surf on an esky lid in the surf because he was from an area that didn't have hmm. access to boards and things. Have you heard that one? I don't know the full extent of that story but it does sound... A lot of those Brazilian guys, yeah. yes they're on Cloud9 now and on big yeah. contracts but they do come from the bottom and you see that in their surfing as well like they're just so much... That's what us Aussies need. We're been pretty lucky brought up in beautiful towns and we don't really have the grit that they have but we're starting to develop it more and more now seeing what they do you have seen that in professional sport over the years you know people coming from those lower socioeconomic backgrounds with a lot of grit a lot of you know mongrel and determination really have sometimes that x factor to make it but you see it from the other side as well and probably one of our best assets for surfing and for attracting these events here aside from the wonderful warren smith freeman of the city he just rolled his eyes at me. (laughs) 
is Mark Richards. How amazing is it to have an ambassador like Mark for surfing here in Newcastle? I call it the MR factor and it's um, been there ever since um, we started Surfest. He was just coming at the end of his career but had so much respect from uh, all the competitors and the community and media. Now where he is now in the whole surfing world and the world itself, I think he's just one of those people that a beautiful person, a very decent human being and we're lucky to have him here and not only for the sport of surfing but for Newcastle and uh, the human raceway. He's just a beautiful person. He really is. He's a real man for all seasons. You know, obviously everyone knows of him and and I know him to a certain degree and not long after I was elected, probably it was at least around six years ago to the Lord Mayoral role, someone was wandering down my driveway and I was like, oh, I think that's MR. And he uh, turned up with some literature, some books, not non-fiction, fiction books on different stories around people in leadership roles and challenges. They were fictional and he said, I think you should read these books and make sure you take some time out. I was like, oh, thanks, Emma. I did. I read some of them. They were great books. He's such an interesting and just genuinely cares about everyone around him, but also just a phenomenal champion. And I think having MR here is that X factor because straight after the World Surf League event finished, I got a text from Mark and he'd been talking to the big wigs at Rip Curl who were exceptionally happy about how the event went, which you know how professional sport works and you know money makes the world go around with a lot of these events and rip curl were quite overt in wanting an event back here in newcastle which i think is a fantastic opportunity for the future for us but also later on i got emailed some information that rip curl outsold their merchandise in newcastle and beat the bells beach yeah. sales days yeah beat so the record. beat the record here in newcastle beat bells yeah the bells merch goes they get rid of a lot of that but the newcastle stuff i actually hit up rip curl being one of my sponsors saying hey any spare gear and there was actually nothing left no i asked them to put some aside and then i got to a point where I was like if you can sell it sell it and they had to so ended up finishing the event just with a rashy but the rashy has very the board riders yeah, on it that's more special yeah. than merchandise but um yeah it still would have been cool to get but I mean it shows how successful everything was for them and well that's good it's good that the sponsors are happy with the event it's good that we beat Bell's Beach again uh, you know <laughs> I, I was a basketball player as you know when I was younger and we used to have a drill called kick a Vic because Victorians were quite strong at basketball now it wasn't a metaphor for like trying to beat Victorian basketball wasn't actually <laughs> Warren just looked at me like what are you talking about Nuitali but you know we can be competitive with our southern neighbours yeah I know it would be hard to an iconic event like Bells but um, poor Andrew Stark from WSL copped it from me well why would you want to go back there when no, you can no. come to Newcastle <laughs> feeling social Follow City of Newcastle on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. I know that our expertise that we have here in this room is around surfing and surfest and you know making sure that event continues and grows and it's a real celebration of Newcastle. But there have been some other really good highlights that feed into attracting people to Newcastle like supercars, like our new annual cultural event. And when the WSL was on, we had Tim Zhu here. Yeah. We've had the Matildas. We've had the Wallabies. We do have, and we are really growing our reputation of being able to host big events. Do you think that makes a difference for the attraction of sponsorship in the future for Surfest, Warren? Yeah, it broadens the appeal for sponsors, for um, the international businesses to come here. And whether they're acts like we see up at the Hunter Valley, like the huge concert.
concerts that we have up there now to even to our entertainment centre. We just had three, four days of the wiggles over there just <laughs> blowing everyone away sort of thing. How so, do you know about that, Granddad? I've got five grandchildren. <laughs> but if you look at it, yeah, and also I think that what we present here and what people enjoy here is that what they want to come and experience. And I think as well as the big events, we should be having big expos, some big conferences here that can really exhibitions and, you know, like Sailfest, what Paul's doing with Sailfest and everything like that. That is just unreal. And that's where they not only have the elite yachts here, you can go and experience it. You can go and have your sail with the community or whatever, things like that. So then to have the big fights, you know, nothing better than that. And I think we've seen that over many years where the old Newcastle Stadium in, in its day really featured some of the major fights and wrestling and everything like that. So Newcastle community is a great supporter of events, but I think now we can really showcase the area and we can bring in the international sort of uh, athletes and events and concerts and people can come here and stay an extra couple of days and enjoy the whole region. Our accommodation is improving. I think uh, also if you look at it seriously, people want to stay in self-contained units where they can have their home at home sort of thing, you know, like home while they're away, sorry, and things like that and just instead of being in hotels. So we're looking at, I think, broadening the appeal all around. We're growing and um, everyone's learning our secret now. We're just seeing it everywhere. We've got a great secret and now it's coming out and um, yeah, I think I think it's fantastic for the city. Yeah, the secret's really out. Those images, they've got beamed around the world during the World Surf League of Newcastle. You almost couldn't have hoped for a better pattern of weather. Hmm. They started the event, the waves were all right, um, the weather was nice. They had um, the Easter long weekend and a couple of lay days where everyone was already in Newcastle and then spent an extra four days here exploring Newcastle and the region, falling in love with the place. Exactly. And then the swell picked up and we finished off the event and we had almost a full 10 days and all the economic development numbers and the way it's measured is by overnight stays. Mm. So a couple of lay days in what is notionally a five-day event is actually a really good thing for Newcastle and the region. You touched on a really good point around the need for that infrastructure to be improved for the entertainment centre and that Broadmeadow precinct and that's something that needs to be worked on. At the same time as the accommodation, we've got uh, two five-star hotels coming Mm. online, which I think is a really good benefit for the city. But that type of family accommodation that has the cooking facilities and being able to stay as a group is probably one of those areas we can work on for the future. For you, Jackson, you're a young person, a young Novocastrian, a very successful young athlete. What do you see as a future of events in the city? My biggest thing is with the events in Newcastle, especially with the surfing events like Surfest. There's no point changing what's working. We've been so successful for so long. Coming in through the school's events from the 14s to the 16s through the Cadet Cup, the Pro Junior, there's just such a good amount of events for the right age groups and everyone gets involved. I find the school's one probably one of the most important contests. You get every level of surfer. You get kids that hardly surf and they get to do their first contest with their school and that can actually lead somewhere. They turn it into more of a hobby and um, yeah, if they turn into wanting to do the Pro Juniors or the QS event, that's great. But also the other events as well, like Warren said, with the with the boxing and sail fest and things like that. There's so many things going on around here and um, every bit of feedback I got from the CT guys, everyone was so stoked. Gabrielle and that hadn't been here before and they were so stoked on how beautiful the place was. All the beaches we have around here down to Lake Macquarie up to Port Stephens they all kind of ventured out I think even a couple of them went up to the valley and uh, went on a wine tour and things like that over the Easter weekend so everyone took advantage of everything that we've got to offer. So um, Gabrielle Medina came to Newcastle for the first time and loved it 
I know that we did the opening event with John John Florence and he said he hasn't been here. He might not have great memories, though, of Newcastle. But we all have great memories of Morgan. <laughs> yeah, Morgan, Morgan sent him home. But <laughs> Good for Morgan, though. He's uh, going so well. And I know you've grown up, really, with him, surfing with him. It's such a, a wonderful story and a wonderful outcome for a local athlete to see Morgan really hitting his straps, you know, right at the right time during competition. I know that you're right behind him and all of Newcastle is. Where do you think that story will go when he uh, heads over to the next part of the competition? If he's doing exactly what he's doing now and doesn't change it, yeah, I think he'll be doing really, really good. As long as he just kind of stays centred and doesn't get ahead of himself. Like, I mean, I think the formula he's working with now, he's just, I've got to be on the best waves to beat the best guys and simplifies it. And he seems to be doing it really, really well. So, I guess there's no point changing what's working for him and same as Ryan as well they're both great athletes and they're such good role models even just for myself and the younger kids growing up so if they can keep doing what they're doing they're inspiring me and other younger kids so keep pushing us hard and put in the work and hopefully a couple more of us are there soon. 100% it would be amazing to have a whole host of Newcastle homegrown surfers just take over the world tour they have no <laughs> choice but to make sure there was a world tour event back here. You mentioned Sailfest a couple of times and I have this wonderful image in my mind on the final day of competition I was actually driving up around scenic drive looking back over the beach I turned around and looked and then I stopped and Sailfest and all of those professional yachts you probably know what I'm talking about were out past the break obviously and I don't know there probably would have been 20 or 30 of them out there the surfers were inside the break surfing in the finals and the beach and all surrounds and people on top of cars and the like was all full of people and it was a beautiful day and I thought this is amazing sail fest happening at the same time as the Mm. WSL finals and I thought that's one of the nicest images I've seen just myself and I don't know it gave me a bit of a buzz I'm not sure about both of you but things like that really inspire me to think oh what can we do next and make sure it's really happening for everyone what were some of your favorite images Warren? Well, that was definitely one. In the lead up, to, in our planning stages, we met with Paul uh, over at the Yacht Club and um, and he was explaining that's what they were going to do. And they've done it a couple of times before during Surfest, but not with, I think, those real big ocean-going yachts and that. So, yeah, we were expecting something like that and it did happen, so that was fantastic. To me, I'm always, I look at the back end of the event, like all the people that come together to put the event together. This was a bit different than Surfest where we really only had our operations crew that were involved in this event where we didn't know the rest and there's up to about 200 that were there involved in the event and uh, by the end of it all we felt like we were a bit of a family and everyone was getting along well and everyone knew each other so seeing all the walks of life come together different personalities to put the event on and then for the athletes like Jackson to go out and showcase it all and hopefully get a good result as they go through and and I I think it was just a great event Uh, the whole thing the only disappointing loss was the COVID point there where we had our health guides and the protocol we had to put in place but again I was very proud of the Newcastle community where they came together and understood that and um yeah, well, there was a lot of communication before the event on the whole COVID protocol, and I'm sure people did sneak in some views up around the top, but the police were absolutely fantastic, the way they helped us steer us through the event. And so to bring all those people together in the planning, and we did this in six weeks, it was just amazing, absolutely amazing. Some long hours, some long, stressful 
times. But to have that and uh, led by the police that we had here just, I think, blew the WSL away of how we could do it and do it well. And then um, to have that final day was just the ultimate. It was fantastic. It's your Newcastle. Access all our services and resources at newcastle.nsw.gov.au. At the end of the day, it's always about the people. It's mm. about, obviously, the athletes and the surfers and them having an amazing platform. But the behind the scenes mm. of events that people often don't see is what I get the privilege in my role of seeing that work going on, that collaboration going on. Warren, you've always led a really slick team, a mm. really wonderful operation with Surfest. And it's great for me. I'm really proud of the work that you do for the city and that team at Surfest. But it's even nicer, a really sweet moment to hear that professional crews that are coming in get to work with the local team that you've developed here and then see the benefit and the talent we have in Newcastle. People don't probably realise the amount of back of house that goes into putting on these events and Supercast is the same. They have a whole live production crew. So we're talking like a studio with 20 uh, screens in it. We have producers. We have people changing content. We have drones with about five different camera angles. We have live commentation all day. These live events the amount of work and energy and behind the scenes that go into them yeah. for people to enjoy the beautiful scenery of Newcastle and watch it on their television screens. I think it sometimes would be nice to go behind the scenes at some of these events if we had time, more than six weeks to prepare. Yeah, I don't know whether you've ever watched on Netflix a series called Drive to Survive. It is fantastic. If you ever want to watch something that's just engaging it, and it's uh, produced by an English group, they're called Box to Box, and it's about the behind the scenes. No holds barred. You see what it is there. They're in Newcastle now, and uh, we met up with them, and uh, it's fantastic hearing about that. Yeah, because my wife and myself are not really Formula One uh, fans, but my in-laws are, and uh, now we're just we're really into this drive to survive. It is incredible. You see what actually happens there, no holds barred, and they were doing it at Surfest, so we're going to be on the world scene again in a behind-the-scenes sort of look at surfing, surfing contests, and uh, what happens there, so fantastic. So this is a good lead-in. I think uh, I met up with the Box to Box guys too, the British guys that did film that original Netflix series and they're going behind the scenes with the World Surf League tour and Mm. obviously it kicks off in Newcastle so we'll get another bump when that comes out next year. I'm excited about that. They haven't named the show yet from my understanding but they've got a couple of surfers they're following and my understanding is Morgan's one of the surfers. I think Morgan and Ryan. Yeah, I I saw him with Morgan. I didn't see him with Mm. Ryan so much. Yeah, yeah, Morgan and Ryan, so two local surfers Mm. and I think they're only doing maybe minimum six surfers that they're going behind the scenes with their you know family Mm. home Mm. life so i think not only will they get a chance you know for their own careers but that's intrinsically linked to the city as well yeah yeah so it's unnamed yet but everyone's going to have to keep an eye on netflix next year when the behind the scenes of putting the wsl comes together yeah i was going to say it was fantastic because there's 14 in the crew all english guys came here pale as anything after coming from england and then quarantining coming here within three days they're sunburned like hell they're just thinking this is a crazy place by the end of it they loved the place they loved Newcastle they couldn't speak highly enough of it and the people around it and they're just having a ball and they finally got a suntan yeah I caught up with them and gave them some travel tips my mum used to say I don't know if it's very politically correct she said only mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun (laughs) 
Did you ever used to hear that? My mum used to say that all the time when I was young. And um, they were pretty excited just in general to be not in England and in Australia. A couple of them had COVID, you know, months before because Mm. they've been in England. And they were talking to me not just about the box to box, their production company and what they were filming, but they were also talking to me about how different life is for them in Mm. England and has been for everyone they know in England. And it just, you know, those little reminders, there's a, a level of normality we have and have been able to maintain here, particularly in Newcastle, that just does not exist around the rest of the world. And I think that was a nice moment when we had those international visitors that had been through quarantine. They probably got to relax a little bit and experience a little bit of normal life for the first time in a long time. Yeah. We have a surfer, Jeremy Flores, who is from France, and he was telling us that it's brought his family's uh, wife and daughter over. She's 12 months old, just over 12. First time she's seen people without masks on. First time she's had uh, a normal life running around in just normal playgrounds without people, you know, really social distancing a long way away and, and, um, yeah, and no masks. He said he couldn't believe it. He just said it was just a real freak out for her. The same thing happened when all of the international athletes came out for the Australian Open. I don't think the rest of the world really realised how well Australia in general had dealt with COVID. And you probably caught up with a lot of international athletes as well. Did they talk to you about it? Yeah, from all the internationals that I heard from coming over here, a lot of them even just went to the coals down at the junction and couldn't believe they didn't have to wear a mask. That excitement for them was just weird for them. They hadn't had that for so long and being able to just be normal. They even, when they had to go to the beach, they had to mask up until they were in their kit and could go surfing and just things like that, even outside. So I think the excitement and just the bit of normality for them, I think everyone, even though they're over here for a long amount of time, they know the sacrifices. That's their job. That's their profession. They're also happy just to be able to be competing again from everyone I heard just to be competing, bit of normality, and a lot of them stayed in family houses and, and just had a ball. One of my favourite things about uh, what you said, Jackson, was Coles at the Junction is now a tourist attraction. I love <laughs> yeah. that. Because, you know, Coles at the Junction is a bit of an iconic shopping place. I know I don't mind popping down to Coles at the Junction. And it was quite good because they had a lot of supply of essential items during our COVID lockdown last year. We treat the, um, the Junction as like our athlete's village. It's got everything around there, and especially with rolling and the LGA group there, they're really good, you know, so what they do there and everything. Um, yeah, it's been fantastic for us, that whole junction area. Yeah, walking distance to the beach, all yeah. the amenity you need. And it's wonderful to hear the international athletes loving the experience of just being able to go to the supermarket and have a normal experience. Yeah. Bringing their families, their children for the first time get to actually see people go to a playground and interact. I think that's the moment where we say we're excited about promoting Newcastle and getting on with normal life and working on surfing for next year and trying to get other events here while the rest of the world just keeps plunging into really large health and humanitarian and economic crises while we are you know tracking along i know that there is going to be many a different challenge and life will probably never go back to exactly how it was but in some ways that's provided opportunities like attracting the world surf league here to newcastle and then hopefully maybe that might be something that working together we can bring back it's been great to catch up with you, Jackson, and great to catch up with you, Warren. Thank you, my little Ben. Thank you for having us. Yeah. I hope to see you soon. That's your Newcastle. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review us wherever you listen. 